live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. think about it right if you really think about it january 6 it's uh oh man they made mistakes on january 6 you know and you look back in retrospect and even if you want to take the trump derangement side and say well you know what um january 6th was uh, trump planned the whole thing out and the intention was to go in and kill a bunch of congressmen and kidnap Nancy Pelosi and all that. And then I got to thinking, well, you know, all the negative that Trump has, you know, reaped from this. And it's just a natural thing because of the type of story it is. And, of course, a big chunk of it, 20% of it is probably 30% of it is fake news bullcrap that the left is just, you know, throwing down using the January 6th insurgents or the protest or whatever you want to call it, depending on what side of the political spectrum you're on, are the uh, words that you use carefully these days to describe things, might not have been a bad idea if they would have kidnapped Nancy. Because think about it now here, you'd have Nancy still, and you'd have some leverage when uh, so that Hillary, when she gets going, with all her craziness, backwoods dealings, kill a few people here, a couple over there, just take care of business, just trim things up a little bit the way the Clintons like to do. Yeah. And uh, now you, you know, just think, uh, you think Hillary would care if Nancy Pelosi was kidnapped on January 6th and uh, she got a, a ransom letter. You think Hillary would give two craps about Nancy Pelosi's life? You ever see those two in the same room? I don't know. So a former District of Columbia National Guard official has uh, blasted Lieutenant General Charles Flynn. Now, you got to remember where this news is coming from, first and foremost, whenever you hear a story on this worldwide one million listener program. At least that's what we're going for by the end of the year. And um, you have to always remember and I try to do this, and even sometimes I'm sure I miss it, and if you ever catch me on it, you can always email me at radioaddiction at mail.com. Radioaddiction at mail.com. So this former District of Columbia National Guard official, and I guess he's remaining nameless, at least let's see. He blasted Lieutenant General Charles Flynn, brother of disgraced one-time national security advisor, Michael Flynn. Now, early on in the story, as I always will point out to you, because of my superior intellect and ridiculousness, <laughs> uh, so I think I'm just an idiot with an opinion, okay? It's political satire. Shut up. that name sound familiar, Michael Flynn? Because Michael Flynn was... Trump's national security advisor. Remember the whole thing with the uh, Michael Flynn uh, 
They arrested him, put him behind bars. The whole thing was back and forth, big political struggle. You know, and that came down to Trump derangement syndrome. People thought Michael Flynn was the biggest crook to ever walk. Trump supporters think that Michael Flynn is a hero, a political and military hero. Well, anyways, this Lieutenant General Walter Pat is the guy that's being accused of being an unmitigated liar, along with a bunch of other people in the Pentagon. According with this uh, story that's coming out here, I don't know why the General Flynn thing, the brother of Charles Flynn's brother, who's covering up for who here? Somebody's covering up. I think they're covering up for the Capitol Police, which was supposed to be under, I think, Nancy Pelosi's charge. And the whole thing is just really crazy. You know, one side, and, and today's the day, you know, the big Wawa day, you know, where they, uh, all the uh, political people are on TV at Capitol Hill today, all the ones that were there on January 6th, all crying and whining. We could have been killed that day. We could have actually had human contact with the people that run us, with the people that pay our salaries. Yeah. We may have actually had to see somebody. They would have had a word to say to us without us lying on TV to them. That's all it comes down to. They just don't want to be called out. None of them. On the left, at least. At least Trump, you knew where he stood. Yeah, I'm going to bomb the shit out of him. You don't like it? Tough shit. Next. No nonsense. Pragmatic. A little whacked out around the edges. You know, we all are. We all have our stuff. Man doesn't drink. Man doesn't smoke weed, so you got to give him something. He was a little kinky at times. Invited a few prostitutes over. Had a little, let's just say, golden shower party. <clears throat> nah, he, that was never proven. And so what if he did? I doubt it. The man seems like a total germaphobe, right? Really? I don't. I know women are going to pee on me. I'm rich. Did it, did it, did it. So Mark Meadows stepping in a bunch of crap. That's Trump's uh, ex-chief of staff. And, uh, oh, yeah, and me, I'm trying to get canceled. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm trying to get canceled. But what a good idea, though, to have kidnapped Nancy Pelosi, man. Wow. I wonder if I'm going to get in trouble for even saying that. And I didn't come right out and say it in the text. But the title of this show, Quentin Tarantino's new movie about January 6th called Kill Nancy. I wonder how many simpletons will even get that out there. Mostly not. And I always can tell by the instant response of the show when I put it up. I go and I look at the numbers about every couple of hours to see just how many downloads around the planet. Desperate people looking for some other kind of entertainment other than the same crap. I think I'm the only other show other than uh, Gutbelt on Fox that even tries to put a little bit of humor into the politics of it all, right? Come on, man. Give me a little break. I was doing this before Greg got the idea. Way back. Way back, man. Way back. Anytime, Greg. Bring it, man. Eggman Radio Addiction. We'll be back. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Morsowitz. We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember. 
coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. One exhale, yeah. exhale. Da, 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 da. As House investigators charge ahead with their probe into the January sixth attack, right up the bat, listen to the wording: attack on the Capitol Hill. Their focus has shifted to a contentious former colleague. They increasingly see as a crucial witness, Mark Meadows. Who is Mark Meadows? Former President Trump's ex-chief of staff, Mark Meadows. He turned over thousands of text messages, emails, and other correspondences sent and received by GOP lawmakers, Trump family members, and January 6th organizers that have illuminated behind-the-scenes events before and during the deadly insurrection. Well, if this is the same as it's always been, ladies and gentlemen, just listen to the wording. You know where this is going. You know, and the problem is, is that news media people, even on the right, the Fox News people, all of your big time commentators, there's only three, four that have the balls to go against the January 6th insurrection. And you can name them on the top of your hand. You got uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, Sean Hannity, and um, what's her name? It uh, Laura Ingram, and uh, I don't know, a couple of the uh, big right-wingers, a ball-headed uh, Mark Levine, whatever his name is. That guy. And, and, and a few others, you know, Jesse Waters. But, you know, they don't really pound on it, you know, because it's something that needs to be pounded on because it really has changed the face of uh, political history. If you think about it, it's really going to be what and you can see it now where it's headed that the January 6th protest slash riot, whatever you want to call it, the attack, so-called attack. And these now, today, the Capitol Hill, wah-wah crybabies are out. Okay, you turn it on. It's right now. I'm looking at it live. I, I can't stand to even hear it. There's one droning, sad, sap politician sucking money, never had a real job, over-manicured hands, piece of crap, all sitting there whining and crying about how January 6th we could have gotten killed. Guess what, assholes? Most of us live with that every day in real life. Most of us go out every day knowing that we could get killed. But no, not you guys. No. You're so goddamn protected in your political rich-ass bubble 
And that's what needed to happen. That's why I say the Nancy Pelosi kidnapping story, the movie about Nancy Pelosi, Quentin Tarantino's new movie, Kill Nancy. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying just kidnap the bitch. Plenty of ice cream for Nancy. Plenty of all the things she needs. You know, get her, get her going. Couple of vibrators that run on slow. Keep her teeth in. And uh, you'd think about that, and now you'd have some leverage, okay? And that would improve something, too. You just took her for a couple of days and just dropped her off in a parking lot somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It would improve the point that we can get to you. And that was the whole thing about this. If you put government together with the American people, okay, a government even technically out of power, somebody like Trump has a lot of power because of the type of politician he is, a populist. Nobody wants to hear, oh, you're a populist. Oh, it's communism. No. Communism is the guy that's in there now. Jojo Biden. Jojo was a man who liked to touch little girls. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, 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 oh. Can't say that. You might get canceled by the culture police. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need, man. I'm telling you. Cancellation. Cancel culture. Being attacked by the woke crazy people. Getting wokeified is the short path to world famous power, baby. So bring it on. Cancel me for saying something stupid like, yeah, they should have kidnapped Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh my God, there's people in my office and they touching me. <laughs> I'm being touched. I'm being violated by the American people. Sad, sad, sad that that's what it's come to. But see, you've isolated yourself to the point where, and I mean this, both sides. Politicians feel untouched by us, the people. They just railroad shit through, do stupid stuff, milk the shit out of us for money. The average salary, I believe, in Washington, D.C., somewhere around $350,000, not including book deals, corruption, underhanded crap going on, dick sucking, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's what's going on in Washington, D.C. And we can't do a damn thing about it because they created, through legislation, through power, you know, they've, they've learned how to manipulate the Constitution and this government to their advantage. So they all have jobs and they all have white, perfect teeth because they have good insurance and the rest of us have shit. Is really what it comes down to. The closest thing we ever have to getting a fair shot with the government is somebody like Trump, a populist. And I don't, it doesn't have to be Trump. Don't start Trump derangement. People just roll their eyes back again. Where's my medication? Call, call, call Ron James, Eggman. He's got that, that, that new pill for Trump derangement syndrome. Call him quick. Send some out. That's right. Got a focus factor. Or the other shit they take. Hey, you. Take Trump derangement syndrome. Perplexion. Confusion! I don't know. We'll be back. Don't touch it. Keep your hands up.
November 1802. John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. I am your living worldwide host, the Eggman Ron James. And we've got uh, a bunch more stuff to cover. Uh, probably too much to, I probably put too much in the damn uh, byline again, the uh, description of the show. I always do that. I always load up the description so much that uh, never get to everything. But that's what you want to do. You want to have too much stuff. You want to over-prepare for the big test, said Miss uh, Davis in high school. As she molested me. Fake news. A global epidemic. A vast majority. uh, 86% of uh, online global citizens have been exposed to it. Fake news. A global epidemic. Vast majority. 86% of online global citizens have been exposed to it. Now, what does that headline tell you? What was my headline? Let's see my comparison. I like to compare my headlines because I always go back. And I work the headline so that it makes better sense for a radio show. If I see a good article, I'll take maybe two or three headlines and combine them together. I, you know, I've never done an original thing in my life, so don't even, don't even ask me. Okay, so it would be January 6th. No, not January 6th. The fake news crap. What are you? Fake news, conspiracy theories, and a deadly global pandemic. And that was in 1918. <laughs> See, I'm pretty goddamn clever. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I feel the. Uh, I feel a. Um, I feel a broadcast elocution exercise coming on, <laughs> or maybe it's a stroke. <laughs> Open your mind wide, stretch it out, because you know your lips and your tongue and your teeth and your tongue and all that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. You got to keep it exercised, man. If you're going to do a radio show, you got to be at the top of your game. You got to have your uh, got to have your pads on. You're ready to play hard with those lips, baby. So, yes, the uh, what do you get from that headline? And, and what does that tell you about that? And then my little comment about how very similar – Everything that we're going on now, if you want to read about it, go and check it out. Just look up Global Pandemic 1918. Look at the comparisons. And even though there was no Internet then, news traveled very slow by horseback. You know, 
Whatever happened today, you find out, about a month. Oh, that little military strike we did a month ago? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oops. Now, now you have a military strike. Hell, the news media knows about it before the missile even takes off. Somebody's got an inside story. Somebody's on a take. Somebody's fucking somebody. And uh, so, anyways, let's get to this. Uh, as the time moves so fast. The findings of a recent, I'd be very careful, Ipsos. I have no idea what IPSOS surveys are. I have no idea who they are. Is it a legitimate thing? You find this stuff on the internet. So I take no responsibility for what I further read. (laughs) An Ipsos survey conducted on behalf of the Center for International Governance Innovation. Innovation. The G-I-G-I. The Gigi. So, dude, right off the bat, man, does your fake news boner just go right up? I mean, your antenna, I meant to say. (laughs) I mean, right there, man, listen to that crapola. First up, you got a center called the International Governance Innovation. What? The, oh, the CG, not the GG. Okay, the CIGI, the CG. They reveal that fake news is very much a global pandemic and that its impact is widespread. Well, just tell that to Trump. Look what fake news did to him. Cost him his second term as the president. Cost this country. Look at the billions and billions of dollars and lives that this little fake news story, this whole fake news, fake crap thing, feeding the internet with so much bull crap, because they know that everybody gets their news from there. They know exactly where you get your news from. I mean, you got, people just are so stupid. You don't think that Facebook, Twitter, all these things you've been going to, uh, the Snapchat, SnapClit, whatever it's called, all this bull crap that's out there, it's only out there for one reason. And I'll throw in porn sites too, guarantee it. And they all, it's all about your information. Where are you? What's your location? What do you buy? What do you look at online? And don't question why you get teenage porn in your inbox and in your email on Yahoo, right? You're like, oh, what the fuck, honey? I don't know how they got in there. If your wife only knew, and they do know, they don't want to know. And same thing with your wife, too. Just check her email. You see uh, young stud cowboys hats with no pants. And you see that email, you open it up, guess what? How did they get that? Because that's where your wife is looking on the internet, you ding-dongs. It's all about information, man. They got everything they need to manipulate the public exactly how they want. So the only thing you're going to get, it is almost impossible to find a news story without political slant one way or the other. And the only way you can do that is with your own brain. The fabric of social media The whole purpose of it, 86% of you are exposed to online bullshit, i.e. fake news, the world, worldwide. And the United States is probably worse. It's probably 98%. Only 2% of the people may be out there that have an independent thought left. That's pretty sad. Guess what comes after that? The world is over. The United States as we know it, the Constitution, the whole thing is just gone, right? I don't know. Who knows where it's going to go? Maybe we end up better.
Maybe Joe Biden saves the day, right? Yeah, I don't know. I doubt it. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taka dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, though. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. All right, here we go. When you came in i got to remember to talk over this song so it uh, doesn't get picked up by the... Uh, the bots out there trying to and sue me. I don't know who you think how, you how, are how. before the night is through. I want to do bad things with you. All right, welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction. Final segment of the show, Oh, oh. And, uh, all right, Disney's uh, potential best picture Oscar film, West Side Story. I picked this story as the final story. I always like to do a you know, somewhat lighthearted, stupid, ridiculous sex, something goopy, some guy getting his penis stuck in a uh, uh, water faucet or something. You know, it's like something like that is always good for the uh, closing story. And it's a short segment, but I just want to say thanks for the listenership. We're shooting for a million. And, uh, oh, by the way, the uh, email, if you don't like me, is uh, radioaddiction at mail.com. That's radioaddiction at mail.com. Anything you want to say, uh, just put it out there. No, no, no personal visits. I do not uh, do that. The uh, So, yeah, the West Side Story thing. And the only reason why I did this is I knew how I could just do this whole segment on how much I hate West Side Story. And that type of movie, the dance, greasy-haired, 50s, everybody sings and dances through the whole movie, the musical, the West Side Story, anything with Olivia Newton-John in it, all that crap. Ah, please. Never seen one yet, yet that, a, that a grown man can sit through, that a real man can sit through. Oh, but I like those kinds of movies, but I also... And big and bad and tough. No, okay. I ain't sit with you in no damn movie. Look, it's West Side Story. Let's go. No, thank you. I hate it. With a passion. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. Hate with a passion. Does that get the point across? I'm hoping so. Hated with a passion. And all those movies with it. Oh, God. And I don't know what it is. You know, you'd think, being an artistic, musical guy, uh, you know, a fair-minded, <laughs> middle-of-the-road, all lies, you know. Hey, do not dwell on the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. And uh, we are going to uh, get out of this show today. Are you ready for that? Fake news conspiracy at its best. Right here, baby. No. $10.5 million box office. And they're disappointed because they probably cost them like $80 million or $100 million to make the damn movie and only made ten point five. million. Eggman, over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.